The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Football Experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can also follow BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. That's where I'll be exclusively be covering the game between Southampton and Man United and looking back at Manchester United's win over Liverpool on Monday. And you can follow me on Twitter at LockBetting.com. Moving on with the EPL slate for match day four. We begin with the game between Brentford and Everton. This is because Manchester United is the early 12.30pm kickoff. So we'll be covering that, as I said, over on the Bet MEFC podcast. So we start with the 3pm games and Brentford versus Everton is the first one. Brentford are the even money favourites coming off a loss away to Fulham after beating Manchester United 4-0 in their last home game. It solves five on the draw and Everton are available as the 11-4 away dogs coming off a 1-1 draw at home to Nottingham Forest. So the results so far this season make Brentford a worthy favourite and they should win this game. Brentford have actually won four of their last six home games and the Bees have managed clean sheets in six of their last eight at the Brentford Community Stadium. Everton have lost 10 of their last 13 away games across all competitions and they picked up the joint league worst 10 points away from home last season. So that would make Brentford worthy favourites looking at that data. I have a stronger lean no on the under in this one as opposed to taking Brentford on the money line. I do think Brentford will win this game. I'm just a little bit more hesitant to take them here against this Everton team who have only scored two goals this season. So they know they are lacking in the goal scoring department and it wouldn't surprise me to see them here setting up with a low block. Now, when you sell a player like Christian Eriksen and don't replace him, it does make it difficult to penetrate teams and, and to find that killer pass to open a team up who are playing with a defensive formation. Now, you may point to the fact that they scored four against Man United and two against Fulham last time. Well, Fulham were a team who played Brentford at home and therefore the onus was on them to attack. So that's a wide open game. And as for the Man United game, they went 2-0 up through Man United making two horrendous mistakes at the back and then Man United were chasing the game and Brentford were able to 
score two more goals. This is a very different game. This will involve breaking down a team who are low in confidence, that know they are missing their goal threat, and therefore will try and come here and get something from the game and try to steal the game. The other side of things tells you that Everton aren't the worst defensively. They have only conceded four goals so far this season, despite only scoring two. Therefore, I do think this will be a low-scoring game. Ultimately, I do think Brentford can win it, and that will mean that they have won five of the last seven at home, and they can add to their clean sheet tally. And as I mentioned, they have kept six clean sheets in their last eight at Brentford Community Stadium, and they can add to Everton losing Everton's losing run of losing 10 of the last 13 and make that 11 out of the last 14. All of that can happen. And I still think Brentford on the money line is a good play. But I think if Everton come here for the point and Brentford get frustrated and Everton nick the early goal, then obviously your your play on Brentford on the money line is in bad shape. I think Everton will come here to get something. I don't dismiss the fact that Brentford could get the goal that, that wins the game. I don't even dismiss the fact that Brentford could win this game 2-0. But ultimately, I just don't think we'll see three goals. I don't think we'll see a 2-1 scoreline either way. I don't think we'll see anybody winning this game by three goals to nil. And therefore, at the same price as as Brentford on the money line, we can take a play on the under here. And that's what I favour here for this game between Brentford and Everton. Up next, we move on to the game here between Brighton and Leeds, where Brighton are the 17-20 favourites. It's 13-5 on the draw and it's 16-5 here on Leeds. Usually, I'm hesitant to take an over in a Brighton game because Brighton always have a high expected goals number, but don't really have the players to put the ball into the back of the net. They should have really mullered Newcastle a couple of weeks back, but luckily, we were on Newcastle on the double chance market and that landed our lock for us. In this game, though, I think there could be goals at both ends and therefore that one, that, that could help obviously get this over the over 2.5 goals here, which is available at 10 to 11 for this game. All four of Leeds competitive games this season have featured at least three goals and Brighton of Leeds have scored a combined 17 goals between them so far this season. Brighton are unbeaten in their last four meetings with Leeds so I do fancy Brighton to get the win. However, I do also think that Leeds will contribute towards the scoring. I think Brighton will get the win because they are unbeaten in the last four meetings with Leeds and uh, I'm beaten in nine competitive games overall, winning six of them. And Leeds have scored in each of the last six matches in all competitions, adding to the fact that I feel that Leeds will be able to contribute towards an over here. So if I like Brighton to win the game and I like Leeds to score, over two and a half goals seems to be the play to me because it does also give me the option of this being a game that ends in a draw, a high-scoring draw, or for Leeds to upset another team. And so far, they have been good at that. They've got way more points than people expected them to have here at the start of the season. Many thought that Jesse Marsh's uh, signings would struggle early on. That hasn't been the case. Leeds are sitting third in the table coming into this game off the back of an upset win against Chelsea. Chelsea are actually up next on the show. But before we look at Chelsea's game against Leicester, if you guys are thinking of joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. 
Plus, the Winbet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Winbet also released their first QB with five TD prop bets. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-Bet to claim your free bet today. This offer is subject to change. For all the terms and conditions, go to winbet.com. That's winbet.com. All players must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Guys, don't forget to also check out Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major books. You can also compare different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all games and betting activity. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Also, don't forget to check out Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect and make every game matter more. We've teamed up with the RYP to host a pool for our official SGPN Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. It's $500 cash plus a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. All you need to do is sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. So returning to this Chelsea game, they are at home to Leicester. They are looking for a bounce back here after their 3-0 defeat away to Leeds. They are the 2-5 to favourites here in this game. You can shop around and get that line at uh, 1 to 2 minus 200. It's 19 to 5 on the draw and it's 13 to 2 here on Leicester. Usually, after a really terrible performance, and I look back at that game against West Brom where Chelsea were beaten at home five goals to two, Thomas Tuchel likes to simplify things and sort out the defence and try to keep a clean sheet. However, in this game, I just don't see that being the case. A key component in their defence, Kouabali, is now suspended. In the last game, they played Rhys James in a back three instead of in his best position as a right wing back. And Leicester, as bad as they've been so far at the start of the season, seem to score in every single game, even away from home. Leicester, though, have only picked up one point from three league games this season. So instead of just taking a play on both teams to score, which will be my main lean here for this game, available at the price of 10 to 11 you can tack on Chelsea to win and both teams to score and get it at 23 to 10 the Foxes have scored five goals in these three fixtures so far and Chelsea are unbeaten in five home Premier League games but have conceded 
in their last four. So strong data to take a play at over plus 200 here at uh, 23 to 10 on Chelsea and both teams to score. Or if you want to play it safe, just get the both teams to score if you don't trust Chelsea. And that one is available at 10 to 11. But Leicester are a team who are in very, very poor form at the moment. And you have to be concerned if you are a Leicester City supporter. Likewise, you have to be concerned if you're a Chelsea fan and were hoping for a title challenge this season. I don't think that's going to happen when your front, when your front three have yet to score a goal between them. The signing of Raheem Sterling looks to be a questionable one at this stage and he'll be desperate to get off the mark here in this game at home to Leicester. Up next, another team looking for a major bounce back is Liverpool. Who would have expected they would have just two points from three games so far? They'll be looking to get their first win of the season here at home against relegation favourites Bournemouth. They are the 1-12 to favourites to get it. It's 10-1 to on the draw. And it's 28 to 1 here on Bournemouth. It's almost an automatic here for, for Liverpool to win this. But in betting, in betting terms, I don't think I want to be on Liverpool laying a major handicap line here. The handicap line that's set is Liverpool minus 2.5. For me, I would rather take Bournemouth trying to avoid a three goal defeat rather than taking Liverpool to get a three-goal win here, based on the way that Liverpool played so far this season. Liverpool haven't looked particularly dangerous in front of goal, and they have looked terrible at the back. So taking Bournemouth plus 2.5 at even money does provide you some value, especially if Bournemouth can score. The both teams to score selection here is available at 13-8, to or you can shop around and get it at 7-4. to And I don't understand how Bournemouth, are, or Liverpool here rather, are priced four to nine to keep a clean sheet and four to seven to win this game to nil the data does suggest that Bournemouth should be able to score in this game even though Bournemouth have delivered a pretty low expected goals total so far this season Liverpool yet to keep a clean sheet and promoted outfit Fulham managed to score two goals against them in the opening game of the season the Reds have conceded in each of their last three home games as well Bournemouth drew a bank against Arsenal last time out however they did carve out six chances and they did score two goals in the opening day against Aston Villa and another bet I like here for this game is for Mo Salah to continue scoring. He has three goals in four games so far this season and he's available at four to six minus 150 to score. And if you tack him on with Liverpool to win, you can get Liverpool to win and Mo Salah to score at four to five. So there's certainly value in that selection, which I think would be my main lean for this game. But I also like the look of both teams to score at the big plus money price of seven to four and Bournemouth to avoid a huge defeat here. So Bournemouth plus 2.5 means that you can cash with Bournemouth losing this game by one, Bournemouth losing this game by two, or even Bournemouth avoiding a defeat. As long as Bournemouth don't lose this game by three goals, you cash the selection on Bournemouth plus 2.5 here in this game. Up next, the last 3pm kickoff is Manchester City at home to Crystal Palace, where Man City are the 1-6 favourites here. It's 13-2 on the draw and it's 14-1 here on Palace. We just went against Liverpool somewhat by taking Bournemouth to avoid a heavy defeat of Bournemouth plus 2.5. We're going to take the same bet here for this game between Manchester City and Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace plus 2.5 appeals to me here again. You have to lay a little bit more juice here for the selection because Palace plus 2.5 is available at 7 to 10. But I think there's much more data to support it. Firstly, City's last two 3pm Saturday defeats have come against Crystal Palace. The Eagles have actually taken seven 
seven points from the last three visits to the Etihad. And uh, Wilfred Zaha comes in this game having scored 11 times in his last 16 Premier League games. So he could be on the score sheet. He should certainly be considered as a fantasy selection for Crystal Palace this season. But more importantly than all of the data from previous seasons, I don't like the fact that Manchester City went away in midweek to play a charity game. Now, I was in Manchester for the Man United against Liverpool game and um, we went down to City's training ground because my, my kid is 11 years old and he wants to meet Erling Haaland. He still wants to meet Kevin De Bruyne. That's someone that he hasn't met and wants to meet. It's on his bucket list. But when we went down there, we saw that City were leaving for the um, the, the Newcastle game on Saturday. They then didn't return after the Newcastle game because they got a flight immediately after the Newcastle game from Newcastle Airport to Girona to train for two days. And then they played Barcelona in a 3-3 friendly on Wednesday. This team are now coming back on Thursday morning and will be training late Thursday. They'll also be having a training session on Friday morning in preparation for the Crystal Palace game. That doesn't seem like good preparation for me. Um, Now, I have... um, I'm not really sitting here saying that that's going to cost them the game or that they're not going to win the game in a a convincing manner. I just don't think they're going to win it by three goals, especially coming up against a Palace team who have done well at the Etihad and have had a full week to prepare for this game while Manchester City have been messing around in Spain. They've been playing charity friendlies against Barcelona. That's not good preparation for this game. Do I think Manchester City are a better team? Yes. Do I think they'll win? Yes. Do I think it will be somewhat convincing still, despite the fact that they have been messing around in Barcelona. Yeah, I think that they will manage to get back on track. I think they'll bounce back from last week's draw and I think they'll finally break this hoodoo against Crystal Palace. Do I want to be betting on them, betting on them to cover in minus 2.5 Asian handicap? No, I don't. I'd rather be on the side of the team who have prepared properly and who have taken seven points from their last three visits to the Etihad. So my selection for this game may surprise you, but it's going to be, again, just like it was for the Liverpool game, I'm going to take the underdog getting two and a half goals here. And this time I'm going to take the price of seven to ten on Crystal Palace to avoid a hefty defeat at a ground where they've done well in the previous two seasons. Before we move on to the 5.30 kickoff between Arsenal and Fulham, let me let you guys know about Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. They just passed 4 million users. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Stop what you're doing now and download Sleeper to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Let me also tell you about Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. 
And guys, we are talking about expert tasted coffee. Trades Coffee Team actually taste tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. And Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. Trade's so confident they'll match you right the first time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback with an actual coffee expert. will work with you to send a brand new bag for free. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. Trade has delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. So we move back to the late game here on Saturday where Arsenal are hosting Fulham here in a London derby. Arsenal are the one to three minus three hundreds to keep their one hundred percent three hundred favourites to keep their one hundred percent record going. It's nineteen to four on the draw here, and it's nine to one on Fulham. I'm trying to find a reason to not take Arsenal to cover a minus one point five handicap here at the price of ten to eleven, and the only reason I can find is really it's Arsenal. And that's really usually the reason that you go to when you're looking for a reason to bet against Arsenal. It's Arsenal. Arsenal are notoriously an inconsistent team. At some point, they're going to go back to being the old Arsenal. But at the, at the, at the start of the season, looking at the first three games and looking at the way they've played and looking at the chances they've created and looking at the way they've defended and the way they've attacked, it's difficult to look past Arsenal here other than using that reason. It's Arsenal because they have looked like a phenomenal team who look like a shoo-in for the top four. Now, now, as a Man United supporter, I'm hoping that there is a drop-off here from Arsenal. Obviously, the fixture list has been favourable to them so far. They haven't played any of the big hitters and they don't play one here in Fulham so far. So I'm going to continue to ride Arsenal. I do think they'll cover the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line here. Arsenal have three wins in three games this season. All of those victories have been by two or more goals. So they have covered this bet in every game so far. Fulham are yet to score on their travels and Arsenal have won each of their last four home games in the Premier League going back to last season, scoring 14 goals in the process. Gabriel Jesus is their informed player. He has two goals and three assists in three appearances. And last time he was at home against Leicester, he scored twice in their 4-2 wins. So he can probably do something for you again in fantasy this week. I just think I can't look past Arsenal here. And I'm going to take them to cover the minus 1.5 Asian handicap here at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110 here in this one, the late game on Saturday evening. Up next, we move across to Sunday and we look at the game here between Aston Villa and West Ham, where Villa are the 13 to 10 favourites of 12 to 5 on the draw. And it's 21 to 10 here on West Ham. Neither of these two sides have had incredible starts to the season, but at least Villa have a win 
and they've scored some goals. West Ham have lost every game and they haven't scored a goal so far this season. Even Declan Rice is being criticised by the West Ham supporters because he said that they've over overreacted to the bad start and um, the reaction was unjustified and the fans shouldn't expect to win the league. Um, these are weird comments to come out from your captain, especially Declan Rice, who's a player that's so popular, popular with the supporters. For supporters to be criticising him, that really does show you the turmoil at West Ham. Yes, they've qualified for the Europa League. That does represent their only win. And Aston Villa, they're not been pleased with their start to the season. That's why Steven Gerrard played a lot of the first team players in a get right game in midweek in the Carabao Cup. So I think that will give them the advantage here as opposed to a West Ham team who are travelling back from a Europa Conference League second leg. And uh, I think I can I can only go with Aston Villa here. I cannot go with a team who haven't scored a goal so far this season. Aston Villa's one positive result in the Premier League so far this season came at home. They return home here and I think it's going to be a case of the crowd carrying them to the win or West Ham pick up their first point of the season. But I don't think it'll be West Ham's first win. So I think you're relatively safe taking Aston Villa as a as a pick here in the draw no bet market at the price of four to six minus one fifty to make things even more miserable for West Ham and David Moyes and uh, West Ham. West Ham's manager, rather, David Moyes, would seem like somebody who is exempt from the sack, but he has been sacked before. This West Ham fan base are relatively impatient, so it wouldn't surprise me to see David Moyes go next if results continue this way. At the moment, he's way, way out there. He has a lot of credit in the bank, which is why he's available at 16-1. to But if West Ham continue not to win and they lose this game to Aston Villa and they lose in midweek at home to Tottenham, which is definitely a possibility given how hot Tottenham are at the start of the season, this could be a real, real possibility. And 16 to 1 could look like a massive price. At the moment, Brendan Rodgers is at the top of the tree. He's the odds on favourite, which surprises me at 8 to 13, as short as 1 to 2 in places. He is tailed by Frank Lampard and Stephen Gerrard, the other manager in this game, with Ralph Hausenhutl now out to 7 to 1 after Southampton got their first win of the season away to Leicester. But I think that David Moyes is a real, real live outsider at 16 to 1, given the fact that West Ham could very, very easily start the season with five losses from five games. And that would make 16 to 1 look like a very, very big price indeed. So uh, have a look at that. Check that out. Maybe even have a, have a little sprinkle on it because I do think the price is too big given the fact that West Ham play away to Villa here. And I'm taking West Ham to, to not get anything from this game again. And in midweek, they're at home to Tottenham. That is a rival. And if Tottenham beat them, they'll be, they'll be, suffering, the, they'll be suffering from the fact that they haven't got a win in the first five games and they've lost the game to a major, major rival like Tottenham on their own patch. So 16-1, uh, to 1, as I said, looks very, very big on Moisey to, to lose his job first. Up next, we move on to the game here between Wolves and Newcastle, where Newcastle are the 6-4 to four favourites to win this game. Obviously, that makes sense given the fact they've made an undefeated start to the season. A stronger start than Wolves, which included avoiding a defeat at home to Manchester City last weekend. Wolves are the 19-10 to 10 underdogs and it's 23-10 to 10 here on the draw. The draw is a live selection to me, as is the under two and a half goals, as is the 1-1 scoreline here. And here's why. 
There have been less than two and a half goals in five of the last six meetings between the two teams. However, both teams have scored in five of the last six, with Wolves not keeping a clean sheet in any of those six games. The reason being is because the last game between these two finished 1-0 to Newcastle. The game before was a 2-1 win for Wolves. The four, going, the four games in a row before that were all 1-1 draws. So these two teams previously loved drawing one all with each other until Wolves broke that pattern with a 2-1 win and then Newcastle responded by beating Wolves 1-0. But it's hardly ever a high-scoring game. Given the, the stakes going into this game, Newcastle will want to remain unbeaten. Wolves are looking to finally get off the mark and pick up a win. I think this one could be another cagey affair. I think that Wolves will be the ones pushing for the win. But I think away from home, Newcastle will set up in exactly the same way that they set up away to Brighton. A team looking not to get beat and to win this game with their faster players on the counter-attack, such as Alan St. Maximum. So I think that will be Newcastle's um, strategy here. And therefore, it lends itself towards the under the fact that the over and the under is available here, both at 10 to 11, surprises me, given the data for the under with five of the last six unders hitting in this fixture. So we're going to ride that data and go for under two and a half goals once again here in this one. The final game we're going to look at here is between Nottingham Forest and Tottenham, where Tottenham are the one to two favourites. It's 18 to five on the draw and it's six to one on Nottingham Forest. Now, both of these two teams have had a very, very good start on paper. Forrest started with that defeat away to Newcastle, but then they managed to claw out a victory against West Ham, and they were a few minutes away from getting a very good way, away win against Everton last weekend. Tottenham are undefeated. They have seven points so far this season. They were decent in their first home game of the season against Southampton. They were lucky against Chelsea and they were bang average last weekend against Wolves, but managed to do what they needed to do by by grinding out the win. And I think that's the difference when you have players like Song and Harry Kane. You can win those ugly games against the likes of Wolves like Tottenham did last weekend. I think on the pitch, their start hasn't been particularly good. But I think on paper, when you look at the fact they've got seven points but haven't looked that great on the pitch, that does represent a good start from Tottenham because last season they weren't winning these games. Last season, they wouldn't have seven points. Maybe they would have two points from these first three games. And as for Nottingham Forest, they really have been riding their luck. The fact that they have four points, I think they can thank Dean Henderson for that because they really should have been battered in almost all of these games. So far in their first three games, Nottingham Forest have conceded 23 shots, 19 shots and 19 shots again. So that's a high, high number of shots being aimed at the Forest goal. If Tottenham managed to get 19 shots at the Forest goal this weekend, then Nottingham Forest are going to suffer another defeat and potentially a heavy one. And that's what I'm going to go for here with this selection. I'm going to take Tottenham to cover a minus 7.5 Asian handicap line here in this game. Now, we did a whole podcast about Asian handicap lines. And one of the reasons I'm taking 0.75 instead of the minus one is really to make sure that we are all familiarized and educated with what this actually means. Now, taking Tottenham minus 0.5 would be the same as taking Tottenham on the money line. 
Taking Tottenham minus one means that if Tottenham win by a single goal, you push your selection. If Tottenham draw or lose this game, you obviously lose your bet. But if Tottenham win by just one, you push a selection on a minus one. If you take a minus 1.5, you need Tottenham to win by two goals or more. There is no push. If Tottenham win by one or they fail to win the game on a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line, you lose the bet. So what does 0.75 mean? Well, essentially, you win half your money if Tottenham win the game and you get a full payout if Tottenham win the game by two goals or more. So instead of the minus one where it pushes, it's a half push and a half win if you take the Tottenham 0.75. The odds on this selection are available at four to six minus 150. Taking Tottenham minus one, which may be a little bit less complicated, is available at four to five minus 125. So if Tottenham do only win this game by one goal and you do take the 0.75 and you're taking odds to four to six minus 150, your full payout, your full profit should be 67 pounds from a $100 bet or for a 100 pound bet or a $67 from a $100 bet. But if Tottenham only win by a single goal, your profit is halved. So half of 67 is 33.5. So your profit, if Tottenham just win this by a single goal, is 33.5. So it's better than having no profit at all. But it is a safer way to bet it. It does ensure a profit. It does ensure you get something if Tottenham do just win this by a single goal. I think Tottenham are going to be the team who open Nottingham Forest up. I think Tottenham, uh, Boris, sorry, are conceding far too many chances. And I think Tottenham could be a team who beat them more handily this weekend. So my selection is going to be for Tottenham to win on the Asian handicap line at minus 075 this cashes no matter what result Tottenham win by. But in order to get the full payout, the full minus 150, the full £67 or $67 profit, you do need them to win by two. If they do just buy, if they do just win by one, you are looking at a profit of £33.50, sorry, or $33.50 if they do just win this by a single goal. So hopefully by putting this selection out there, it does give you a better stand uh, understanding of the age. Asian handicap market. But of course, the soccer tutorial show is still there. I think we labelled it soccer for dummies. It's absolutely essential if you are looking to get involved in soccer betting this season. Before we close out with the lock on this show, Casemiro has joined Manchester United. We'll be talking about that over on BetMUFC. And for Casemiro, it's probably essential that he gets involved with Babbel. Now, for most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an actively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling around, connected in a deeper way with family, or you have just moved to Manchester United, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. 
Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Right now, you can save 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's Babbel, spelt B-A-double-B-E-L dot com slash SGP for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Let me also tell you about Elias. It's almost the start of the NFL season and I love this time of year. And If you're into sports betting or fantasy, you need a competitive edge to win. That's why I highly recommend the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA and MLB. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of US sports pro leagues like the NFL. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head comparisons and Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau's research team. Take my advice Download the Elias Game Plan app today with new features available all of the time. You can take your game to the next level. The NFL season is right around the corner, so don't wait. Find Elias Game Plan in the App Store or the Play Store today. Closing out with your lock on the show, we are going to go back to the parlays and we are going to take a two-team parlay here with Arsenal and Tottenham, so a North London parlay. We've avoided the likes of Liverpool and Manchester City. Their two teams have actually opposed this weekend on the Asian handicap line. It's not that I don't think they'll win. They will probably win, but there's no point adding two selections here at the odds of 1-12 to and 1-5. to Arsenal at 1-3 to and Tottenham at 1-2 to give you an overall price of even money plus 100. I cannot see past Arsenal winning this weekend and making it four wins out of four based on what I've seen so far. Fulham have had a pretty decent start to Premier League life but I think this weekend we will see that that back four is a championship back four and they are going to struggle to get anything from the Emirates. As for Nottingham Forest they've rode their luck so far but as I spoke about on the show earlier 23 shots conceded, 19 shots conceded and 19 shots conceded from their first three games. You're not coming up against an attack here where you're going to want to concede shots. Nottingham Forest I think at home will try and keep it tight but ultimately I think Tottenham will get the breakthrough and will go on and win this game comfortably when we spoke about it earlier on in the show I did like Tottenham to cover a 0.5 Asian handicap I still like that selection individually I still like Arsenal to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line individually but I think collectively both of these make up for a very very solid parlay so once again your lock on this week's show is going to be a two-team parlay with Arsenal at 1-3 to three minus 300 and Tottenham at 1-2 to two minus 200 giving you the price of even money plus 100 here for this parlay that's it for me and this edition of the EPL show good luck with all your bets as always and thanks for listening